Yeah, I Guess podcast. Thank you for joining me on week four, Thanksgiving week. Woot fucking woot. Um, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you don't, honestly, it's probably for the best. Um, if there's one thing we can take away from Thanksgiving, it is truly to stay the fuck away from green bean casserole. Okay. If you make it, I'm going to need you to self-assess. Um, if you eat it, I'm going to need you to self-admit because what the actual fuck. Okay. I'm just going to go in on this shit for a little bit because how are you going to feed me mushy ass, dark ass green beans, some sludge that you want to say is what? Onion soup? chicken soup, cream of something, nasty shit, and then fried onions from a fucking aluminum bag. The utter dis-re-fucking-spect. And I don't care. My mom makes it fresh. She uses fresh green beans and she makes the chicken from... I shut the fuck up, okay? You're still putting mushy-ass sludge on my plate and trying to make it feel better by putting some crumbly on top. The only thing I would eat from there is the fried onions, okay? And I'm sick, I'm sick of just seeing that shit. So can we please fucking stop with it? Anything else is acceptable. I'll even take that nasty fucking marshmallow salad. And I'm sorry if you enjoy that shit too, but god damn, can we revamp Thanksgiving food? That's my rant. (laughs) Revamp Thanksgiving food. I'm sick of tradition. You'll get to know that I'm not a traditional person. I hate anything traditional. I'm trying to break away from that shit because honestly, traditions are stupid. Let's let's do something fun. Why can't we have ribs? You know, why does it have to be turkey? Does anybody really even like turkey? I don't fucking think so. Anyways, that's my small Thanksgiving rant. Um, but regardless, I hope you're enjoying your holiday. If you're one of my school girlies or guylies, um, you know, I hope you're enjoying your break. If you're a functioning member of society who doesn't have holiday break anymore, um, number one, I'm sorry. Number two, honestly, I hope you don't work on Thanksgiving Day. If you do fucking quit, you know, get your holidays. Get your fucking holidays. And for those of you that still work, at Ratlandia, I'm so sorry that you still work there because this place is fucking crazy. Anyways, that's really just a tangent for another day. But this story is going to have to do with Ratlandia. That's why I kind of name dropped that. But it's going to be an episode about scary stories. Um, Last week, I kind of went on my rant about high school and that. And this week I decided to do something that's, yes, it was scary and kind of dramatic at the time, but also it's funny to talk about. Does it still scare me shitless? Yes. I don't know why I decided to record this podcast at night. So if you honestly hear the audio get weird, it's because I'm probably turning my back and checking behind me every five seconds, or I'm looking outside of my door to make sure like nothing weird's happening um, because I'm pretty sure everybody's asleep right now, which is when I typically 
record my podcast. I don't know why I'm oversharing that information, but yes, I'm scared. This is a scary episode. Buckle on up. And my rodent land, um, you know, stories are going to be in two parts. This is the more fun, funny type of part. And then I'm going to do a more serious episode because it's going to be the reason why I quit. And then that tragic ass thing that happened to my coworker. And I just didn't want to, you know, muddle the two and, you know, have a weird kind of funny and then super sad story. So anyways, don't know why I'm rambling, but that's what we're going to do today is the funny, scary stories. And first, we're going to start with our debrief. Debrief for this week is Ticketmaster is a bitch. Oh, fucking K. Now, listen, I got my tailored tickets, so I'm only mad that they can't get their shit together. Not mad that I didn't get a ticket because I did get the presale. Now, was it for a good day? No. No, it's not. I'm going on a Tuesday. I definitely have night classes. Don't know what I'm going to do about that. Actually, Cap, I do know what I'm going to do about that. I'm not going to my fucking classes that day because I'm going to see Miss Swift, obviously. But yes, Ticketmaster fucking sucks. Apparently, they sold too many tickets in the pre-sale from what I've gathered. And then they fucked up the general public sale. But also, they're just doing wonky, just wonky shit in general. So everybody's kind of like on their heads, even Miss Swift. As they should be, because Ticketmaster is fucking whack. They have the utmost potential to be like the best ticketing app, truly. Because they are for the fans. Verified pre-sale, you can't resell that shit. As you shouldn't be able to, because honestly, I can't stand when people just buy tickets to resell them. Okay, you're taking the opportunity away from a fucking person who wants to see that person and not pay 500 bucks. So I can't stand fucking concert ticket resellers. But yeah, it's still kind of fucky because like, let's say someone can't go to a concert. You can't really sell that ticket anymore. And if you do, you literally have to be with that person when you sign in because you can't take screenshots. I don't know if the transfer option is available. It wasn't available when I went to Harry. Doesn't really matter. Okay, Ticketmaster fucking sucks. And that's my little rant on that. And just do better. I mean, what is Ticketmaster going to be like, okay, this fucking nobody from California is saying I suck, but so we're millions of other people. So fucking do better. Miss Swift has spoken. So, you know, fix your shit. But on the bright side, I get to go see the era tortoise. Um, I've been a Swift stan undercover stan and i'm gonna go into a little thing about that because swifties are crazy i'm literally not even gonna sugarcoat that they're intense and i'm really not like that and i'm gonna be honest her older stuff is really what gets me so if this was just like a midnight's tour or like a evermore folk lore tour excuse me i probably would not have given a fuck but you know she's doing eras and speak now Speak now really does it for you, bitch. So I have to see that live. Anyways, let's get to the song of the week. Surprise. The song of the week is actually just going to be a podcast recommendation because I've been listening to podcasts at work more than music and in the car. So this is the one that I've been on for this entire semester, honestly. Um, It gets me to school and... 
it just keeps me entertained and my mind working because it's like very listener, I guess, geared. So like you kind of answer journal prompts and like, I don't know. It's fun. It's funny. It's by Kelsey Kreppel, Cody Coe's fiance. And it is called Circle Time. And it's really good, funny, easy listen, doesn't make you think too much. So, yeah, if I mean, if you like Cody Co., um, if you like Kelsey's YouTube videos, check out her podcast. I don't know. Random. But, yeah, that's my recommendation for this week because it is pretty good. And it stops me from having panic attacks in public places because her voice is soothing. Um, which is honestly a problem I have that I'll talk about later. But I digress. Let's get into the scary stories so that way I can stop recording this because I'm already kind of scared and that's why I keep rambling. Because I don't want to talk about it yet. So let's just let's just start. Okay, so I'm going to have three stories. I've condensed it down to three main stories. Two of them have to do with Ratlandia. The other one has to do with Something that happened like when I wasn't there, but I was working there at the time. And I'm going to explain like kind of, I felt like the shadow that was falling. Oh my God, that gave me chills. Ew. The shadow cloud. I'm going to say the cloud that was following me instead because it wasn't a shadow. It was a cloud of like just weird. So the first story happens when I worked Ratland, obviously. But I worked in a sub park called Automobile Land. Kircher, if you know what I mean. So I worked there and I was working an overnight party because they have parties for people who have been with a company for five or plus years. They literally throw you kind of a rager, free alcohol, free food. And I'm not talking just shitty amusement park food they have that bitch catered i'm talking lobster i'm talking steak i'm talking pasta i'm talking open bar hella churros pretzels you get all the little snacks from the amusement park but they like had you eating good right so yeah it was a cool little party i was never gonna make it the five years so i definitely just worked that just to experience it from a worker's point of view but yeah cool shit that they were having but it requires the workers to be there from auto, automobile land, um, to be there from like midnight to 6 a.m. in the morning. I'd say like maybe 11 to 6 a.m. And so that's exactly the shift I had. And so I'm going to work late. I'm leaving early. Yeah, honestly, my dream, except for the fact that This was kind of my personal start to haunted shit at that place. So to preface, at this point in time, I was listening to a lot of paranormal story times on YouTube. So like Loie Lane, if anybody knows who that is, Mr. Nightmare, um, who else was there? Olivia, Olivia jade i don't know doesn't matter olivia jade isn't that a singer i don't fucking know some olivia girl um yeah i was listening to scary stuff because honestly at that time that's what entertained me i like to listen to people's personal paranormal experiences but also just like reddit story like they would do a lot of reading reddit scary story times so that's what i was doing to pass my time because i had to get 
on the freeway to go to this place. And I'm talking, I would leave two hours before a shift. So that way I would have time to get there. Then we had to park in a parking lot that's like maybe two miles away from actual Ratland. Hop on a bus, get driven to Ratland. From there, you have the option to then take a shuttle from, you know, the entrance for the employees to your part of, you know, Ratland. And of course my dumbass was fucking late. So I missed the last shuttle. So I had to walk my ass through these tunnels and, you know, done it a gazillion, bajillion times. So I'm walking, minding my business. I got my, I had a drink in my hand. I don't think it was Starbucks. It actually was Starbucks. I know that for a fact. It was Starbucks. In my hand, my phone in the other hand, an an AirPod in one of the ears. I'm chilling, living life, getting ready to mentally do this. And so I'm walking through the tunnel. Everything's everything's gravy. And then I start hearing like keys jingle behind me. Like someone was walking quickly to try to get to where they needed to go. And mind you, Ratland is a 24-hour operation. So there is someone at all times somewhere. If you don't see them, it doesn't matter. They're there. Um, that place is never fucking empty. There's always a worker, groups of workers, not even just one worker. So this wasn't anything like that alarmed me. I figured it was third shift or custodial trying to zoom past me to get to that party or trying to clean a different section of Ratland. I kind of moved to the side after hearing the keys behind me for a little bit. But yeah, just imagine someone maybe 20 feet behind you walking with their keys attached to their belt loop like it was that kind of sound so just jingling every time that person would take a step I guess heard it for a little bit and decided to move to the side because I was walking in the middle of the walkway and I was okay I'm not gonna be a dick so let me move to the side so whoever's trying to get past me can get past me I give it maybe like 40 seconds of just whoever was behind me not going around me even though they sounded like they were in a hurry so I was like okay so I did one of those like you know where like you pretend to look at something but you're really looking behind you peripheral vision type shit like so I just looked at the wall to the side and then kind of scanned my eyes behind me and I noticed I didn't really see anything so then that's when I turned into a fucking owl and did a 180 with my head turned my entire head not a soul behind me okay and this tunnel wasn't like an enclosed tunnel like you can see one end to the other end it wasn't long it wasn't super creepy it was definitely creepy because I was the only one walking through the fucking tunnel at this time and it was what 11 o'clock midnight dark as fuck cold as fuck so I shit myself a little bit like fully admitted I'm scared as fuck So I pick up the pace and I'm talking Olympic walker pace. Like I, I definitely got a PR. I definitely probably broke a world record. I was out of there. I was not going to stick around. And then I think I made it to a safe area because, okay, I'm no longer in the tunnel. I'm now going through one of the lands to get to my land, automobile land. So I go through insect land and it's notoriously quiet there because there's no lights and it closes early 
and you really only hear the the music track or the soundtrack that's on a loop. So, you know, I'm just thinking I'm in the clear for some reason, even though it's dark as fuck in that area. Now I'm thinking about it. That's probably like a hotspot for murder. Um, But yeah, just walking, minding my own business, and I start to hear it again. Now, this time I didn't do a fucking Olympic walk. I used Sane bolted out of that bitch. I was really not. I was not in the mood for it. I was already pretty scared because I was listening to scary YouTube videos. And then I turned around and no one was there. And then it was going to happen again. So fuck, absolutely fucking not. Get the fuck out of there. Go to where I needed to go in automobile land. And I'm honestly scared. So I started telling my coworkers about it. And they're like, dude, yeah, like this place is kind of haunted. And then so one of my coworkers started telling me about something that happened to him either the day before or earlier that day. And he was at a smoothie shop in Ratlandia getting some napkins for something. Apparently that smoothie shop is like haunted, haunted. Everybody that works there knows it. But he was just walking in the back and it's a small little place to get something. And this ketchup box kept falling and falling off the shelf, even though he was nowhere near it. And even though like it was on the shelf completely. So long story short, after pulling it up from the shelf about three times, he walks out because he found the napkins and the box like flies off of the shelf and hits him. A box of ketchup assaulted my mans like that. I really, this is kind of funny because I can't picture it happening But because of the experiences I had there, I know it happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy to think about. But yeah, so he had told me that. So I was, you know, double scared because I'm like, oh, cool. So I can't just hear this shit, but I'll also get assaulted by it. Love this place. So yes, long story short, finish that shift. And then I'm going home. Now, I had pretty much forgotten it. It's, you know, daytime by this time. I get home around seven o'clock. And nobody's here. This was back when my brothers were still in um, high school, I think. And my parents worked um, together out of school. So no one was home. Point blank period. Don't know why that took forever to me explain. See, what the fuck? I'm literally scared right now. I'm literally looking all over my room. So I'm so sorry. Um, And I'm not even in the dark. So I really need to chill out. But um, yes, I get home. I decided, you know, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to take a nap and then I'll, you know, go about my day. I take a shower and I'm going to blow dry my hair. And the way that my house is set up is I'm on one end of the house. My brothers and my parents are on the other. Well, now my other brother lives or has his room closer to me. But anyway, that, that doesn't even matter. That literally doesn't even matter. But anyways, my brother's room across the hall and then across the hall from my brother's room is my parents room and so in my from my brother's room to my parents room that little hallway I turned my head to look over and I see this is oh, this give me the chills I see something walk through the wall um now thinking about it truly like it it does scare the shit out of me, but I didn't get like, I did get fear in that moment, but it wasn't like, oh my God, that thing is evil. Do you know what I mean? How there's like different feelings. I was just like, absolutely fucking not. What the actual fuck was that? So anyways, I see whatever walk through the wall 
I said, nope, and I got my shit and dipped so fast. Got my car keys, got in my car, called my dad immediately, told him exactly what happened. He laughed at me, obviously, because he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm so sorry. My sudden stop, that was my dog moving, and my heart fell to my asshole, because I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Anyways, called my dad. He was like, yeah, just come, just come over to the office, like, whatever, because I was a little chicken shit. That's exactly what I did. And that was the first day of scary stories. And one of the first one that I was like, oh, okay. I, you heard that thing at the end? Those two little ding dings. Um, if not, maybe rewind the podcast for maybe five seconds. Yeah, that scared the living shit out of me. Um, ended up just being my dad in the kitchen getting a fucking midnight snack. So that was fun and also did make me pee myself a little bit. So anyways, back to what the fuck I was even saying. So yes, that was the first scary, scary experience that was notable to me just because so many things happened in the span of like 13 or 14 hours. Um, so yeah, that was also the beginning of the haunted stuff because it progressively gets not worse at all, but scarier a little bit. So this next story does not have to do with Ratlandia, but this has to do with just me and my friends coming back from a beach trip. And this is when I was still working at Ratlandia and it all correlates. I'm going to tell you this right now. It all correlates because after I left that job, nothing has happened. Like I don't really remember or I can't think of anything scary that's happened to me. So I'm assuming it was, you know, the paranormal stories mixed with just my environment that was, you know, letting things expose themselves to me. So this is a story about some creepy shit that happened off the clock. Me and my friends coming back from a beach trip, like I said, and we get back to my house. We had a bonfire, so maybe 10, maybe 11. It was dark and it was kind of late. So first things first is we pull up to my house. And the first things first is my little brother gets dropped off by this car that none of us recognize, especially not me. And I'm like kind of freaked out and we're all like in the car kind of like, what the fuck but it ended up just being my brother because the car just pulled up in front of my house just straight up pulled up in front of my house quick and stayed there like my brother was not getting out of the car so it was super weird super sus so that already kind of had us on edge because the whole time we're talking about our scary stories um my friends are talking about like ouija board experiences and like just paranormal things that happen with them or their families the whole nine yards so just know we were spooked we were pre-spooked by our conversation. We get to my house and they go to leave um, because I had driven. And they parked in front of my house, not in my driveway. And all of a sudden, my friend Destiny goes, Ashley, I got scared. I immediately thought maybe her car got like hit because that's how like, you know, urgent her Ashley was. And I was like, hey, yo what the fuck? So I go around there fully expecting her car to be like smashed on the side or something. And I'm like, fuck, that sucks. But no, this was almost worse. No, actually it wasn't worse because I'm glad her car was fine, but, um, definitely scarier. There was a fucking 
crow. Okay, if you know anything about like evil and paranormal and just anything spiritual or anything, crows are a fuck to the no. Fuck to the no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Especially if they're fucking dead. That is a sign to run. Absolutely run for the hills. So tell me why this crow was teetering off of the sidewalk. And I'm talking a full teeter. It would go to one side and then slowly go back to the next. I threw, I believe, a rock or a stick at it. Didn't move, didn't look up, didn't flinch. It's a bird. So a stick or a rock should have sent that bitch back up to where it came from, right? No, nothing. And it's still doing that weird teetering thing back and forth off the fucking sidewalk. And it is the most creepy thing to look at. And I wish I had a video. I would probably put it on Instagram. Maybe I can find one on Snapchat. But that shit was just, no, absolutely not. So what did I do? I called my fucking dad. I said, hello, please come outside right now. Um, because what the fuck? So he comes outside and he's like, yo, he's kind of like, what the heck is even that? My brother comes and looks. Yes, so that thing is teetering off of the sidewalk. So creepy. What are we going to do? I'm not, no one's touching it. It's staying there. You know what I mean? Like we get the warning. So I go tell my mom who is uber mega religious and she's kind of like well is it in the yard no it's on the sidewalk well yeah because this house is blessed so no evil spirits can come in and period no evil spirits can come into this house and i believe that i'm not trying to get haunted but yeah she's like yeah it's gonna stay on the curb because this house is blessed by the priest Mm-hmm. catholic mom's for the fucking win on that one. So no creepy shit on our actual, I guess it was our property because it is the curb, but like our gate was behind the bird. So it's not like our property. Like it was definitely on like the public sidewalk. So thanks mom for protecting us. Love you for that. But next morning we go back to the set because we were going to call animal control, come pick up this crow. It's dead on our sidewalk. Gone. No blood. Not a, oh, there was a feather. There was a single fucking feather. No blood, a feather, but it wasn't in the exact spot. It was like maybe like, mm, like a foot away. But yeah, just a black feather, no blood, no trace of the thing. I get onto the ring camera to see, oh, maybe it flew away. I like it was caught flying away. No, nothing. It was kind of just like there and gone. So... That still kind of terrifies me because, like, who's picking up a crow? You can easily be like, okay, someone just got rid of it for you. But, like, who's going on their morning hawk? Morning hawk? What the fuck? Morning walk. Sees a dead crow. And is like, you know what? I'm actually going to dispose of this for those people. No. Not a single person's doing that. So that shit was not. That was not it. That was scary. And I still think about it. Luckily, no crows since. Um, I don't even think I've seen a crow flying. Has anybody? I'm going to be real. Since COVID, I don't think I've seen a single fucking crow, which is weird. But anyways, so that's 
That second little scary story, which leads into my third super scary story. And this one, just like the last one, like my friends Destiny and Chandler were witnesses to that creepy shit. This also has other witnesses from my friends uh, Leslie and Mika, who were my coworkers at the time. And this was at Ratland, but I had switched departments. So I was sick of working at Automobile Land, needed something different. So I decided to transfer to be a lifeguard at one of the hotels at Ratlandia. And so this particular shift, they were looking for people who would, they signed up. It wasn't volunteer because we got paid, but you basically volunteered for the shift. Um, and it was like the same thing, midnight to 6 a.m. or something. Because they were doing some kind of maintenance and they were going to have the power out and the only things on would be generators. And they just wanted to make sure that there was like extra extra people in the building to help guests who were coming in after the fireworks show, yada, yada, yada. So me and my friends signed up for that uh, because we definitely wanted that overnight premium. But also we wanted to dig around um, because lifeguarding is so serious, especially there, because like... It's an amusement park, right? They have to be on their shit. But this specific company is extra, extra on their shit. This was like a a chill shift, you know, very easygoing. We kind of just dicked around all night and did. So the first thing that we tried to do was not agitate, not summon, maybe just have a little goofer gaff with one of the ghosts in one of the buildings. And this hotel that I worked out had three separate towers um, because they're all three different themes. And so the main tower is where the ghost that we were trying to mess with um, resided, if you will. And they couldn't rent out that room anymore. Her name is Bonita. She, I guess, was an aggressive ghost. Like they couldn't rent out that suite anymore because people would wake up like with scratches and want refunds and shit. So they basically turned it into like a conference room. And this shit was on the very tippity top floor in a very distinct room. And of course we went to it. And just because we were annoying, um, we decided to be like, oh yeah, let's just like keep some water bottles in front of Bonita's room. We'll come back later, you know, if anything happened to them, if they're on the floor, if they're like knocked over, if blah, 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 blah. Then we know Miss Bonita is real and she's that bitch and not to fucking mess with her. So that's what we did. Um, we left either it was either cups or water bottles there, and we're basically like, hey, we'll be back in a couple hours if you're real. Do something with it. Which nine out of ten times nothing's gonna happen. And we knew it. We knew nothing was gonna happen. And if something did happen, honestly, yeah, I probably would have quit right then and there. Because I like to talk a lot of shit when it comes to like scary stuff but that would have probably sent me into orbit and I probably would have never recovered because it's one thing to like kind of do it like jokingly but when something actually happens it's kind of like oh fuck okay I kind of fucked up but anyways not taunting her we're messing with Miss Bonita luckily Miss Bonita did not come out to play that night um she retired she didn't want anything to do with us and I respect that wholeheartedly Now, we were walking to another tower and we're kind of like not bummed, but like bored about the whole thing because now there's really nothing to do. Like Miss Bonita didn't come out to play. We have no stories to tell. Eh, boring. So we're walking around. We decide to go to another tower. 
We're walking over there, and I notice that there is only, what, 14 floors or whatever, 15 floors? And I'm like, okay, well, the 14th floor is the 13th floor if you're going to use your fucking brain because what place just has a 13th floor with absolutely nothing in it, right? It's always going to be the 14th floor, and they're just going to skip 13. My logic, and honestly, seems pretty logical to me because I know for sure 13th floors are, like, not staying vacant. Do you know what I mean? Why would they? They're losing money. There's no break rooms over there. Anyways, not the fucking point of this. Actually, I take that back. It kind of has to do with the story. I'm thinking I'm pressing the 13th floor by pressing the 14th floor is what I'm trying to get at. And so, press 14. We're on our way up. Awesome. We have to do rounds on each floor just to make sure, like, everything's fine because the generators were on. So it was, like, dim. We had flashlights, you know, the whole nine. and. So we walk the floor and then we're coming back and, you know, I decided, I don't know why I decided to like just look at what floor we were on and notice we were not on the 14th, quote unquote, 13th floor. We're on the ninth floor and nobody pressed nine. Why the fuck would anybody press nine? So that was already like, "Mm, what the fuck? And at that point we were kind of like, okay, let's just go back to the office and chill. We were like, eh, kind of over it, almost done with the shift, maybe an hour and a half left. And so we're going back to the main, to the main place and we get in the elevator. And then I just make this random comment and I was like, oh, it smells like sweet. It smells good in here. And my friend's just going to go, oh, like I don't really smell anything. And that was that really not a big deal. We just kept talking about our stuff, but I did say "Mm, we're on the ninth floor. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, and we're trying to think, like, somebody press something. I don't know. We all kind of just were like, whatever, and let it go. Start talking about the next conversation. So we get to the main hotel back from walking where we're going to go to the office. And earlier when we were in the office, the whole basement for the hotel, the lights are completely off. Like, you have to use your iPhone camera or your um, a flashlight to see down there because, you know, like they're saying, like, the... Lights were off. There's no genera- generators in the basement. We were in pitch black darkness. And in the beginning of our shift, we had turned a corner. And I don't know why this man was walking in the full ass dark. Now that I think about it, that's fucking weird. But he was he didn't have a flashlight or anything. We did. And we turned the corner and he like bumps into us and scares the shit out of us. But he's a valet dude. And so we kind of talked to him and he's like, oh, yeah, have a good shift. Like, let me know if anything like weird happens. I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. And so we're going back to the office and we see him. And then he's kind of like, oh, my God, do you guys like anything happen and blah, blah, blah. So we were telling him how we were trying to summon Bonita all night and it didn't work. And so he goes on to tell us about a story about something in the tower that we were just in. And mind you, we didn't say we just came back from this tower. We actually didn't give him any information. We were just saying that we were trying to fuck with Bonita all night and nothing happened. And he was kind of just telling us stories about things he's experienced and guests have experienced. So he was like, oh, like, yeah, that tower is haunted by this little girl. And we all kind of looked at each other like we were just in that fucking tower, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, but like, honestly, you like she's not really around. People only say that they like see her on the ninth floor. And that is when I completely shat myself and I mean heart to asshole because we were just on the ninth floor and figuring out why the fuck are we on the ninth floor none of us said a word though 
we kind of just wide-eyed each other and let him continue. He proceeds to say, yeah, the ninth floor, but honestly, like, people don't really, like, see her. It's nothing weird. They'll just smell like candy, like a sweet smell. (laughs) My entire body kind of just, like, took a screenshot. The emotions I was feeling was insane, and we all looked at each other like, what the fuck? Because I was the one that was like, oh, smells fucking good in here. They didn't smell anything. And they were like, I can't smell anything. But one of us smelled something. We were on the ninth floor and we were kind of all looking at each other like, oh, shit, girls. New shit, girls. Like scared. And I think that that had to be. That was a little more scary to me than the key jingling thing. Just because like. Imagine seeing a little girl in a hallway in a fucking creepy ass hotel. You know what I mean? Very much shining. Very much no thank you. I'm literally still getting chills. But yes, that one is the one that sends me because this valet man did not know a single thing that we had just gone through five minutes before this and then proceeds to drop that bomb. And, you know, thank God nothing followed me home that night. But That one, I will say, is one of the scariest um, things that has happened. And since then, I will say, I've not listened to scary stories. And I've noticed that I'm not as ghosty. It could have been the environment. It could have been Ratland itself. It could have been what I was listening to that was like putting these things in my head. But for at least two of those motherfucking stories, there were other witnesses. So I know I'm not too crazy. And honestly, just for shits and giggles, because I think it's funny and not a lot of people know this story. Um, I did quit Ratland. I'm not putting this in the next episode about Ratland because the next one's serious, as we talked about. And this one's just funny. Um, I fully got kicked out of my place of employment uh, when I went as a guest, but I had already quit. So I wasn't really tripping. So <laughs> let's end on a happy note, a funny note. So this happened um, when I was at the end of, you know, the lifeguarding thing. And I decided to, you know, have a last Disney day with my boyfriend and one of our old friends. So that's exactly what we did. Mind you, I was 20 at this time, not 21. My boyfriend was 20 and our other friend was older. I don't know how much older, like 25, 26. Doesn't fucking matter. Well, actually it does because... He could get the drinks. We were not allowed to, obviously. So if you ever are going to test Ratland security, this is your warning not to. Okay. And truthfully, I don't even know how we got caught doing this. So I had taken this friend to Ratland and we had gotten away with him getting me a drink and me drinking it. I mean, like, people do it at Disney. Fucking Ratland. People do it in real life all the time. It's really not a big deal to me. You know what I mean? But we'd gotten away with it, uh, like, two times before, right? But I guess they're more they're more um, observant about their hard liquor because we decided to get margaritas. And so I wonder if I name drop on accident. If I did, I'm going to need the editor to cut that out. Just, it's just a little note. Anyways, sorry. Um, so yeah, 
margaritas and so our friend gets it for us and we me and my boyfriend go sit at a table and i mean this was truly on us because why would our dumbasses stay stagnant in one place and not move around but meant in one place and not move around we got the margaritas and we decided to sit at a freaking table with no one really around us might i add we were like the only ones at this fucking area because everybody's getting on rides and shit and yeah, we're the only ones at this table. I'm drinking the margarita. Tell me why Ratland fucking CIA comes up to the fucking table and they ask for IDs. Now me, personally, I'm shitting myself. To an extent. To an extent. Because I had quit. I had quit at this point and I had one shift left, which was the next day. So truthfully, what were they going to do? Fire me? Hmm. <laughs> They really thought. They really thought. And let me tell you right now, Ratland security thinks they're the fucking FBI. They think they're Secret Service. They think they are everything except for an amusement park security team. And I mean that with the most disrespect because I'm going to name drop Neil. Fuck you. There's this dude named Neil who works security there. Piece of shit. Cheats on his girlfriend. His girlfriend has a husband that she cheats on. Yeah, I got all the tea one day in the break room because he was talking really loud. Anyways. They think they're CIA, right? And they ask for my ID. Granted, I know the whole licensing thing. Like, they can get their alcohol license taken away. Whatever, bro. I turned 21 in maybe six months. I was not tripping on it. I also quit, so I was not tripping on it. And I knew the worst that can happen was they're just going to kick me out. So that's exactly how it went. They asked for ID. Of course, they thought they were, like, all high and mighty. You work here. You should know better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, To their credit, I mean, we did look kind of sus. We were just three sitting at a table. And it looked like my friend was kind of double fisting because we would push the margarita back towards him to not get in trouble. But at this point, it was in front of me. So I had gotten caught red-handed. So yeah, they were going to kick us out. Of course, my friend who was over age... You don't really need to get kicked out. You can drink them. And this motherfucker tried to double fist them on our way out. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But my boyfriend got away with saying like, oh, I didn't drink any. Like, I'm just driving. So that also made it a lot better because I feel like if we would have all three been caught drinking. They It would have been a bigger deal. But yeah, I basically took that shit on the chin because they were really trying to like, they brought the managers out. I had to get talked to. It was a whole thing. And I was kind of just like, yeah, uh-huh, okay. Sounds good. Like, I was not fighting with it. I wasn't doing anything. I was like, yeah, I mean, we'll leave, obviously. It's awkward as hell because you have to get escorted out. So they make sure that you're, like, going where you need to go. <laughs> so we're getting escorted out for having a marg. It was a really good one, too. Not going to lie. But, yeah, got kicked out for it. Um... The next day I come into work, I worked my entire shift. My manager didn't say a word and I was kind of shook and I was kind of like, okay, so like, are they just going to let this go? Because they do email departments. Obviously you're going to get in trouble by some shit. Your manager is going to know because they are going to have to punish you if I was still there. Um, But yeah, no, I quit. So he didn't really say anything until the end of my shift. And then he was like, hey, so what happened? Gave him the rundown. And he was basically like, okay, well, like, obviously, don't do that again. Told me why 
it was a big deal um, because of the licensing thing. But honestly, because I wasn't fighting or anything, they called me after I quit and told me like, because they'll do this thing called a like not rehire, whatever. They'll put like a flag on your thing if you should be rehired or not. They're like, this can affect that, blah, blah, blah. Bro, I didn't give a fuck. I did not plan on going back. I kind of still don't plan on going back. Even though, T, they have rehired me like three times. I just kind of flaked on them. And that's kind of bad on my part. But long story short, um, got kicked out for underage drinking, but was still able to get rehired. Because honestly, if anything bad happens, just own up to it. Because it's better to own up to it than to try to lie or make a fool. So moral of the story. Also moral of the story, don't listen to scary things. If you're susceptible to scary things happening to you. And that is all. Anyways, that's all I have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to my bullshit once again. Um, if you liked it, leave a rate, a review, and, you know, share this with a friend. Let's get some more people on the pod. I see the numbers kind of growing, so that's really exciting. I have random people listening. If you're the person from Illinois or Kentucky, Texas, hey, how's it going? Um, thanks for listening, honestly. Um, glad to have you. If you know anybody else that would like this podcast, give it a share. Don't forget to follow on Instagram as well. It is yeah, IG pod. We do have a TikTok as well under the same handle. But honestly, I'm not funny enough to post there. But if you want to follow to see what kind of future content we have, feel free to do that. But that's it for me this week, guys. I hope you're kicking it for the next one and I'll see you later. Bye.